Primo Levi was an Italian writer and he was also a chemist. And he tells this story. He he got a job in a paint factory and varnish factory. They would make these this varnish and they would make this varnish in these huge vats. He's a chemist. So his job was to try and understand the process by which they uh, were making this varnish. And one of the things that they did when they made this varnish was, you know, they, they had these big vats and they, you know, they put all the ingredients in, they heated it up. And then one of the steps in the, in the recipe for making this varnish is they would throw a raw onion into the varnish. And so Primo Levi, part of his job, he, he was trying to understand what is the function of this onion in the process of making this varnish. And he couldn't, like, from a chemical point of view, he couldn't understand it. It didn't seem like it would make any difference, but, like, he, he wasn't sure. He didn't want to lose some key ingredient that maybe was doing something that was too subtle to notice. You know, they tried it without the onion, and then and it didn't seem any different. But, like, you know, maybe, like, over a long period of time, like, the varnish with the onion in it has some staying power, this whole thing. and And he just couldn't figure it out. And eventually... Somehow, and I don't remember how, I don't know if, if history recalls how he discovered it, but he, he realized that what it was is when they, when they first started making the varnish, they didn't have, you know, industrial thermometers that would um, be able to track the temperature of the varnish. So what they would do is when they felt like it was hot enough, the right temperature, they would throw a raw onion in, and then fish it back out and see if it had cooked. So they would, that's how they would discover whether the varnish was hot, hot enough or not. But now the factory, you know, long had passed the days where that was necessary. They now had proper thermometers so they could measure the temperature of the, the varnish accurately. And they didn't need an onion in there. But the recipe had continued. It had just been handed down, you know, through the, through the generations or whatever, the, the people making the varnish. That, that, you know, step five, you throw in the onion. It's a great metaphor. I think it's particularly a good metaphor um, in a therapeutic context. And you're never really supposed to explain your therapeutic metaphors, but we're not doing therapy here. I'm just telling you, telling you a story. So this idea that we have these behaviors, these, these hangovers from a past where they were useful that are now no longer useful and um and in fact we don't even understand them anymore right like the 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 source of the behaviors the source of the feelings the source of the experiences is now lost to history all we're left are these inexplicable responses like when i think about cleaning my desk i get really sad and anxious and so i don't want to or you know whatever it is that's some kind of seemingly inexplicable emotional response or like i i can't stop biting my nails and i just keep biting my nails whatever else whatever else is happening and you know i think part of the the process of therapy and part of the work that we do to integrate and to heal and to grow is to go back and rediscover what is that thing right because on I, like on a conscious level, we're like, I don't need to bite my nails. This is dumb. But there's some part of us, this unconscious part, that's saying very aggressively, like, you don't understand what this is doing. In the same way that Primo Levi didn't understand what the onion was for. And until he understood it, 
he couldn't remove it from the recipe in good conscience, right? Because there'd be some part of him saying, well, I don't know. This is, a, you know, uh, in my work as a computer programmer, this happens where you come across a bit of code and you don't really understand what it's doing, but you don't want to touch it <laughs> because like, well, I don't know, like someone put it there for a reason. I'm just going to leave it be. I don't want to take the time to understand what it's doing, but I don't just want to remove it because I'm like, well, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. And so the same with biting the nails, the same with, with feeling anxious about cleaning the desk, the same with not exercising or not losing weight, the same with, you know, all of these kind of behaviors in, in and I'm kind of naming the like the simpler kind of habity ones, but all, this equally applies to like the deep traumas and the kind of post-traumatic stress and the, and the attachment wounds and all of the deep stuff, right? Our unconscious is in the position of primo, primo levi of being like, I don't know what that onion is doing there, but I it might be really important. So we're just going to leave everything alone because everything's, you know, we're not dead, right? We're not dead right now. So let's just keep going. And so it takes some really deliberate work of kind of going down and unpacking and uncovering and saying like, oh, you know, I bite my nails because... Uh, it's comforting in some way and it reminds me of my mom or whatever. I don't know. I, you know, you, you have to do this work yourself. I don't bite my nails. So that's not, that's not my thing. But you get the idea that there's something in there. There's a memory. There's experience that that is anchored to which is important. And once we get the experience conscious and we understand consciously what the mechanism is it doesn't magically go away but it really really makes it easier to do change from that point once you understand why the onion is going there now in the primo levi story it's like once he knew the function of the onion and knew he didn't need it anymore it was trivial to not put an onion in the varnish and he was fine we are more complicated than that it takes us a little bit more than just like wow well, now i know and i'll never do it again sometimes that happens but it doesn't always happen so if it doesn't happen straight away just know that even in getting that recognition, that realization, that understanding of what the original function, what the, in NLP we talk about, uh, the intended positive outcome of a behavior. What is the good thing that that behavior is trying to elicit in our lives? Okay, so that is the onion and the varnish. I, I invite you to go and investigate what, a, what is the onion in your varnish? <laughs> What is the onion in your varnish? What what weird, forgotten, unconscious hangover behavior happens in your life on the regular that you don't have a proper understanding of and that is either not really adding any benefit or even is, is detracting from your life in some way? And just go and just kind of examine it and hang out with it. And just maybe ask yourself, what? What good thing was this originally put in place for? Okay, that's it for today. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can get in touch at 10,000thingscast.com. That's spelled out, 10,000thingscast.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Be well. 